Welcome to the Tyler Douthit Audio Network. Welcome to Practical E-Commerce episode number five. Today's episode is an important one, just like the previous four and all future ones will be as well. Today's episode is about pricing. Before I get into that, a quick overview, Tyler Douthit, entrepreneur, uh, e-commerce type person. I'm a top 2% by sales dollars seller on Amazon. Uh, I work from home, have my own business. I have a couple employees that do a lot of the day-to-day grind. So I have some experience selling online, e-commerce. That's why if you take advice from somebody, it's always good that they have done something that you want to do. The thing that is your getting from them, make sure they've done that in the past, which I have and continue to do. So we've talked about different topics so far with practical e-commerce series, finding, selling, some of the money parts of your products. Today's topic is about pricing. Now at this point, hopefully you've already sold some stuff. Hopefully you're selling a bunch, but pricing has a big, big part of that on how much and how things sell. And I want to talk a bit about pricing and give you some real life ideas and examples on how you can apply those then to your particular product or products you're trying to sell. Think about life. Let's, let's give an example. One, cars, right? There's Kias, there's Chevys, there's Cadillacs, there's Lamborghinis, right? There's there's the least expensive to some of the more expensive. They have different amounts of markup, I'm sure, too. Some things are made to sell in volume. Some things are made to sell not nearly as many, but a whole lot more markup a piece. So if you're looking at how Chevy sell, they probably don't have that much markup a piece. They try to sell a lot of them. You see lots of Chevrolets on the road. You don't see that many Lamborghinis on the road because they are a higher price tag. They are not made to sell in bulk. They're made to sell a few and they're geared towards people with lots of money that are willing to spend a lot more on something unique and distinctive and not all over the place somewhere else. That same philosophy applies to just about every every type of product around every industry. You have the, the lesser expensive things that you move in bulk, and you have the more expensive things that you don't move in bulk but make more a piece. One example that I love to give to people that I think about myself, that I've given to lots of people that I've, when it comes to pricing, this is one thing I always love to bring up on just about anything. There's there's quirks and there's nuances to these things, but oftentimes you can just think of any given product. If you double the price, you might sell half as much, but you would make the same amount of money for less work. Now, do you want to sell in bulk? Do you want to be? Uh, do you want to sell a few? That's up to you. You got to test different pricing strategies. But it's important to remember that if you double the price and sell half as much, that's probably a win. Probably a win because you will make the same amount of money with half as much work. Essentially, in the same way, if you have the price of something, say take it from fifty to twenty-five dollars, for example and sell twice as much, you're probably doing almost twice as much work for the same amount of money. Now, I'm not telling you to price low or to price high. On my earbuds and headphones, I do price low geared towards the bulk because I move in high volume. And that's just how I gear that, how I position that as a brand because people that buy from me tend to not have 
tons of money sitting around. For example, schools, they never have their coffers overflowing with $20 bills. They're always cutting corners just to have enough money to get by. And there's mental aspects of pricing. 1995 is common for a reason. Everything under 20 bucks feels like the same to somebody. The next mark is probably, in my opinion, about 100. There's different philosophies of that. You got to test different pricing to see what your customers react to, what sells more, what sells less. And the fact that you might sell fewer is not necessarily a bad thing. If I knew, and I have tested lots of pricing and positioning for the brand, but if I knew that if I doubled the prices, I would sell half as much, I'd probably do it in a heartbeat because all that would mean is that then I could make the same amount of money for half as much work and I will take that trade any day. That's not the case for the earbuds and headphones because I built the brand around the value prospect of good pricing that you can't find other places. But every industry is different and you've got to test the different pricing. Uh, like if you're selling on Amazon, like I suggest you do, you got to look at also at the other sellers, the other competition, because that's a big part of it. If you're if you're new to a marketplace or you if your product or if your product is new to marketplace and you don't have a lot of competition, then you can command a higher price tag. But as competition eventually follows, sometimes you have to adjust your price. If you have 10 people selling for something, Selling the, selling the same product, then you're going to have to have a different price than someone else. Are you going to go for lower price? You're going to go for right in the middle for the bulk of them. Are you going to be the highest one? There is some mental aspects to paying more for the same product, assuming it'll be higher quality because mentally you paid more for it. So you expect higher quality. Is that true that it's higher quality? No, I don't think it is. But is it true that people think that? Yes, I'd say it is. Uh, but sometimes you need to start at a low price point to be able to even enter market. You might come in low, and then as you start to get some momentum on your selling, then you might slowly, slowly raise the price because then you have some momentum going, got some money coming in. You'll start to see your Amazon rankings move a little bit as you start to get more sales then you might slowly raise your price or you might lower them. You might set them as you might set them low. That's perfectly fine too. But if you do that, which is what I do, if you set them low, you just have to know the, the ins and outs and the trades of what's going to happen with that sometime because you have to be aware of your margin, how much how much it costs versus what you sell it for. That's your, that's your overall, your margins, which can be good, they can be bad. Uh, and then you have to decide for yourself what what fits in where. So it's a lot of it is about testing, testing, see what works, what doesn't work, what people are willing to pay, what the market can support, what the market can't support. Pricing is a big, important factor when you decide how to how to operate your business, what to sell, how to sell it, how much to charge for. There's only a few things that really matter in a business, and one of them is what you sell for. So you have to know how you're going to how you're going to position yourself. If you're going to tell people they're going to get the best value with you no matter what, if you're going to tell them, oh, the price not, might not be the lowest, but you're going to get the best experience no matter what. If you're going to tell them you're going to get both, well, then you can check two boxes, which is hard to do. That's what we do. But if you can offer more for someone's money, people like that too. The lowest price oftentimes wins just regardless of a lot of other things because people, people like to not spend a lot of money when they have that option versus an alternative. Is that the case all the time? No, 
people sometimes want the prestige, the distinction, the uh, the pat on their ego for something that costs a lot that might do the same thing as something else. There's 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 no set in stone rule for this. The only uh, serious advice guidance I would give you is to test different price points. Test different price points. Honestly, for me, I never did that and I wish I would have. It's kind of ingrained now because it's what the brand is all about. But the 55 cent earbuds, which is where I've made my money at, the 55 cent earbuds was not anything tested. This was before I knew to do this and I've done it on various product lines since then on Amazon to test it out. But I never tested that. I made a number up out of thin air that sounded like an interesting number and I ran with it which is another part of being an entrepreneur, just making things up sometimes and go with it, to be honest, and see how it works if it doesn't work and adapt and move and, and, and learn. But on other products since then, I have tested different pricing points to find the optimum mix or what it is I want to achieve. And I wish I would have done it in the past. I don't have a time machine and it worked out okay for me, but I really would have preferred if I had a time machine to get a lottery ticket. No, to a, I always like that joke. I would have preferred to done some different price testing on the earbud market before I started. I just kind of looked around and said, this is a nice round price because that leads me to one other point, which I touched on before, but you want to look at your competition, how much competition there is and what your competition is selling it for. If it's all about the same price, if they're all about the same price and you come in maybe a little bit lower and you can capture a lot of the market because then you're just a little bit lower and it's it's close enough where it doesn't stand out as being why is it so cheap. It's close enough where it's, oh, look at the list. Oh, that's a couple bucks cheaper. Let's go with that one. Uh, if the prices are all over the place, then you can pick and test from wherever inside of that range you might want or even outside of that range. If you're the only one entering a new marketplace, that's tricky. That's tricky to pioneer a new space. But then you got to think what what makes sense. Give yourself margins enough so you can have enough to work with for customer service and the customer experience because people don't like price increases. They like they, they really dislike price increases. That's one area which has worked out well for me for years. I have not adjusted the price of the 55 cent earbuds. Because people are used to it, they come back and then it's the same price. It's not a special, it's not a sales, it's not a coupon code. It is just the price it is. So pricing is a big part of e-commerce and you got to test, you got to look at your competition, see what might be a good idea, what might not be a good idea. You have to test and always test and figure out where your where your pr- pricing and where your brand lies. And remember that it is true that if you can... Double your price and sell half as much, you're probably winning. And if you can have your price, have, uh, cut your price in half and sell twice as much, that's probably a loss. So you want to consider those pieces moving forward, but test and see what works for you. You might adjust it by a dollar, by 10%, depending on what kind of product you're selling. And you might realize a big difference in how customers respond to it because there are mental aspects as well, going from $21 to $19 is the difference of your, your profit, yes, but mentally might sell a whole bunch more. Going from $110 to $99, again, is affecting your pricing, sure, and your, and your profit on individual sales. But if you can cut your margin by 10% and sell twice as much, you'll also come out ahead. So you have to think about those types of scenarios. If you adjust by a certain amount, 
is say our sales going to go by are they going to adjust higher or lower enough to justify that move and again that's all accomplished by testing some guessing but a lot of testing and follow your instincts and over time you get better and better at learning what sounds about right those sweet spots what people like to see what they don't like to see because a lot of that is experience and you'll learn that over time when it comes to pricing your products for e-commerce hey podcast listeners thank you so much for listening if you liked what you heard please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, tell an enemy.